The trial against Cleveland City Councilman Ken Johnson begins this week. The deputy monitor overseeing the Cleveland Police Consent Decree has returned to her job after controversy surrounding her comments on racism and policing. And how might Cuyahoga County foot the bill for its new jail? It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, July 20th. I'm reporter Robin Goist. This week, federal prosecutors are expected to build the criminal case against suspended Cleveland City Councilman Kenneth Johnson. The trial against Johnson began Monday with jury selection. The 75-year-old Ward 4 representative is facing 15 charges, including two counts of conspiracy to commit theft from a federal program, aiding and assisting in the preparation of false tax returns, tampering with a witness, and falsifying records during a federal investigation. He will stand trial with his longtime aide, Garnell Jameson. Johnson is accused of taking more than $127,000 from the city in the form of council reimbursements for work that was never done, from January 2010 to October 2018. The case will offer insight into the checks and balances at Cleveland City Hall, after many have questioned how basic reporting issues could have gone unchecked for so long. Although Johnson was suspended in April by a special state panel, he retains his title as a councilman and continues to receive his salary of $88,000, and he is running for re-election this fall. Aisha Hardaway is returning to her position on a panel that oversees the reform efforts of Cleveland police a month after she resigned amid criticism over her statements about racism and policing. In a statement, Hardaway said it was in the community's best interest for her to resume her work as deputy monitor, working on the consent decree between Cleveland and the Department of Justice that started in 2015. In April, Hardaway, who is a law professor at Case Western Reserve University, said in a radio interview about Derek Chauvin being convicted of killing George Floyd that policing is, quote, pathologically violent and particularly brutal in its interaction with black people. Cleveland officials began to question Hardaway's objectivity, and the leader of the monitoring team, Hassan Aden, sought to remove her and put her in a different role. In response, she resigned, but after public outcry, Aden asked her to rejoin the group earlier this month. Cuyahoga County is already spending millions on early plans for a new jail, even though county leaders have said virtually nothing about how taxpayers will finance the roughly $500 million project. County Executive Armin Budish and County Council say they must and will find a way to pay for a jail, but it could be months before the public learns how they intend to do it. Given the silence from elected leaders on what's expected to be one of the most expensive and consequential building projects in county history, reporter Courtney Astolfi examined how the county could raise money and pay off debt from the project, including bonding options, raising the sales tax, redirecting money from the county's existing budget, and selling off the prime downtown Cleveland real estate occupied by the current existing jail. And some combination of those methods is likely. Pfizer has said a third shot of its COVID vaccine might protect against highly contagious coronavirus mutations, like the Delta variant. But federal health officials have said they have not seen any evidence that an extra dose is needed. While the debate over booster shots is largely being sorted out at the national level, what do doctors in Greater Cleveland have to say? It might be frustrating, but local experts say the only answer is to wait and see. Doctors say there are no laboratory tests that can definitively prove how well a vaccine is protecting someone against COVID-19. 
For the time being, so-called breakthrough infections of a vaccinated person getting sick are rare. People who do experience a breakthrough infection are significantly less likely to develop a serious illness or die of COVID-19 complications. Unless that changes, doctors from Cleveland's three largest health systems said they don't see a need for everyone who has been fully vaccinated to get an additional shot. The sunrise looked hazy Monday morning in northeast Ohio as smoke from wildfires out west made its way into the Great Lakes sky. The National Weather Service says smoke from the wildfires in the Pacific Northwest region traveled northeast into southern Canada, and a wind shift caused a haze to head southeast and hover over the Great Lakes. It's expected to stick around for several days until the fires stop or we get a change in upper-level winds. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up.